Hi, welcome to Diary of a Sex Therapist. My name is Elizabeth Akonyeli. And if you have been following, then you most likely just finished listening to the Line Upon Line series. And that series was built on staying in your call from last year. And I'm taking it one step further into the Releasing Your Voice series. Now, I want you to know that my goal is to be mine first. Mine own, my goal is to first become my most spiritual, smart, and sexy self. Every single day, that's my ambition to make sure that what I am today is the best of what I can be today. I don't want to wake up one morning and realize, wait, my life has passed. I'm turning 27 this year just like that. I don't want to wake up and regret 26. And I don't think I have regretted a single year in the last 10 years of taking my life seriously. And that's why I've been building line up online, precept upon precept with us lately. Because I would like us all to come into our most spiritual, our most smart and sexy self. And do that in the most audacious way possible. That you are telling your truth every single day. That you're not swallowing your voice and you're not afraid to be a faith-filled person. You're not afraid to go for the things you want. You're not afraid to live the life you want. You're not living at the mercy of other people's opinions, other people's traumas, other people's um, ambitions, because it's so possible to do that. It's absolutely possible to do that. And that's why this time around, we're going into releasing your voice. Now you know your call, you are staying there, you're avoiding distractions. Now you're building something solid. But it's also possible that you're building something solid, but you're saying nothing. I mean, you're reading, you're getting the job done, but you're so crowded by other people's voices. The things you do are most likely a reflection of other people. And you do not even realize that this is not you. So today, I'm going to start with something pretty simple. You know how we do it now. We grow up on this platform. We don't jump up. Mm -mm. We don't want gravity to act on us. <laughs> um... Before you know your voice. Yes, that's my topic from the team. Before you know your voice. What is life like before you know your voice? The truth is, you don't always have a voice. Can I say that again? You don't always have a voice. If you don't know something, you can't have a voice there. If you don't use the power you have... You can't have a voice because no one is going to be listening if you're not using the authority you have. It's like being a class monitor. I'm hoping this example works. It's like being a class monitor. You don't like trouble. Do you understand? You are the class representative, but you don't like trouble. So if someone is making noise in class, you're not going to correct them. Because you know, you don't like trouble. Um, if a lecturer is sexually harassing, if you're a class rep, you don't like trouble. So you're given. You know, your classmates are misbehaving or there's a troublesome lecturer who keeps making everyone feel, you know, you don't like trouble. So you won't do anything about it. So can we get it off that in order for you to even talk about releasing your voice, you need to know it. And you can't be speaking in an area where you don't know anything. I mean, that's the problem with social media. Everybody is on social media making contributions about things they've never read upon, things they've not studied. When I think it was last year, I listened to this clip of a podcast. I don't know whether it was a joke or it was a real podcast. It was video, so you could see the person speaking. And this guy went on and on about these are conversations we need to have as millennials. He just kept going on and on about the conversation. For you to make something a clip, 
He has to be saying something pretty important about what you're saying. But this guy goes on and on for one minute and I still cannot find what he's saying. And those kind of videos are all over Instagram. They are so all over. They are everywhere. People are hosting webinars and you enter the webinar for 30 minutes and you don't know what they are saying. People have flyers and in these days when graphics design is so easy, photo shoot is so easy, everyone has a stage with social media. You want to make sure you're not everyone. You want to make sure you're not that everyone who is saying something that they don't know. So before you know your voice, you want to learn. That's number one. Before you know what your voice sounds like, number one thing to do is to learn. Because when you learn, you would realize that you don't know the things you think you know. I would say this, it sounds unpopular and it sounds contrary. But the more ignorant you feel, I can almost bet the more intelligent you are. It doesn't make sense literally, but it does make sense. It takes a certain level of education to recognize ignorance. It takes a certain degree of knowledge to know that you are ignorant. Because if you don't know, you are going to go about being sassy, being proud, having an opinion about everything, including things you've never read about, things you've never studied about, things you've never interned on. You've never interned around a specialist. You've never interned with a specialist on that topic. You've never done anything about it. But you're going to have an opinion. This morning, I was talking about pizza with my younger brother and he don't know me that. I do have a pretty strong opinion about how good pizza should taste, but I don't even know what the heck goes into that. I haven't eaten good pizza. That's how I feel. I have seen pizza in Nigeria, but I feel like, eh, I don't think this is what Italians meant when they said pizza. That's how I feel when I see pizza in Nigeria. Maybe when I go to some better places in Nigeria, I would see. But I do have an opinion about pizza. Really? With what rights do I have an opinion? For something I've never read about. Yeah, that's nonsense pride speaking. So I don't know who you are listening to me, but you might have to shut up. Yes, you might have to shut up on some topics. Your voice doesn't belong everywhere. And until you learn about something, the last thing you want to do is put yourself on stage and start blabbing about it. So go learn. That's number one to releasing your voice. Go and learn. Go learn. Shut up and go learn. There are things I will not talk about. Not because I don't have an opinion, but because I know I have no fact. I have no data. I have no fact. Some of you are trying to give counsel to people you don't know because you have access to them. Some of you are trying to force leadership on people. And I might be in this boat sometimes. Yeah, hardly though, hardly. Hardly do I give people opinion who I am not an integral part of their lives. Hardly. Because it's not in my place. I don't know them enough. I don't know the background story. I don't know what's happening behind the surface. I don't know what they've tried that didn't work. I don't know how much work they've put in. I don't know how much tears they've shed over that matter. I don't know who has duped them in the process. I don't know who has abused them or tried to fix that thing. So I don't have an opinion. I don't. One of the ways to release your voice is to know that you don't know. Then go and learn. And then that brings me to number two. You haven't learned everything. So while I might be very good at being a therapist, while I might be very good at listening to people during therapy, 
I have found out that in personal settings, when I'm talking to my friends, I am not as great a listener. Meaning, when I take off my professional side, when I'm not in my professional space, I am not the most attentive of persons. I don't think attentive is the word. I am attentive. I am not the best listener. Meaning, I could interject a conversation five, seven times. The good thing, though, is I know how to go back. But I could have missed something vital. And so when I'm speaking, there's a possibility that I've gotten something wrong. And I'm learning to shut up. I'm very huge on shutting up today. Just shut up. And listen, that's where I am at. I'm at that place where I tell my friends, if you're saying anything and I stop you, just stare at me. Like, stare at me in the will you shut up kind of way. So you don't know everything. That you are a master at one thing does not mean you're a master at everything. I am good with branding, but there are areas. I write. I'm a creative writer, but I'm not a specialist at everything. I speak, but I would rather not be your MC. I write, but I would rather not edit for you. That you are in a space and you know something in that space and you are excellent in that space does not mean you know every aspect of that space. I hope you know that. And I hope you are humble enough to admit it. So number one, go and learn as in from scratch before you open your mouth. Number two, that you know an aspect of something does not know you know everything. Apostle Paul speaking says we know in part. We prophesy in part. I think the prophecy part is the humbling one. Because a lot of times for those of us who are worshippers and people who are very keen on listening to God and speaking on behalf of God and encouraging other people, we tend to assume that what we know is all the Lord has to say. Did you hear that? We tend to assume that what we know is all the Lord has to say. So when someone says something that is contradictory to what we've said or what we perceive, we don't shut up again and ask the Lord to connect both points. We don't. We are too swift. We have a voice. Voice to my generation. No one is doubting your voice. But can we listen? Can we be quiet and find the other part of the puzzle? If one prophecy was all it took to make everything work, God would only give us one prophet. But that we are in a room and there are 5, 10, 15 people who hear the voice of the Lord. And by the way, every child of God does that. Who hear the voice of the Lord, whom the Lord leads. And we are all in a corporate space. And when I say corporate, I don't mean official like office. I mean corporate like we're together. And we are all in a corporate space. And the Lord is speaking to one person. It doesn't mean that's all he has to say to the whole room. It does just mean, however, that God is in a space. Meaning you cannot usurp everybody's voice. You can't usurp everybody's authority and shut down everybody's voice because you're speaking. You've got to be able to slow down and let some other people speak. For that to happen, you need to know that you don't have all the information in that room. This takes me to number three, which would be the final thing. Learn to listen from other people. Before you know your voice, you need to learn from other people. In music, who do you listen to? I mean, you don't have a voice there because that might not be your primary industry. But if you need to hear information about music, whose knowledge of music do you trust? If you need to hear something in the entertainment space, whose voice do you trust? As a therapist, 
I don't know everything within the NGO sector, within the, um, about policies. Yes, those things affect me, but I can't be in all of those places at the same time. I can't be there. But who do I trust that is in politics? Who do I trust that is a policymaker? Who do I trust that is a lawyer? This takes me back to an important point from staying in your call, where we spoke about the community for your call. There are things you will not lose, places you do not have to speak at because there is someone there who is of your tribe. And when I say of your tribe, they are of your ethics, of your faith, of the same standing, going in the same direction the Lord is sending you who is in that space. So you don't need to push yourself to go speak in that phase, in that space. You just need to connect to someone who speaks there. Now there's networking by the Spirit of the Lord. It takes you there, but you've got to be quiet first. So before you know your voice, number one, you want to learn. Number two, you want to know that you don't know everything in that space. You need to know that you don't know everything in that space, even if it is your space. And number three, you want to be connected to the people who know what you don't know. You want to be connected to the people who are leading in places you're not leading at. Before you know your own voice, before you are strong to say, oh, this is what I know as a therapist, or this is what I know that the Lord is saying. He gave unto some pastors and prophets, apostles, evangelists, for the edifying of the saints, for building up the church of God. So these people get built up, but they don't get built up by saying, see, see, see me, eh? I'm not even ready for this pastor administration. And can, I just want to stay in my own space. No, that's not how it works. You have to be in that space to be built up. So who is pouring into you, depending when you know your voice? Who is growing you? Who are you learning from? Whose streams are you drinking from? Before you know your voice, what are you learning? What are you exposing yourself to? Before you know your voice... Are you letting pride get in the way of your learning? Because if a child has what you need, you better go get it. And stop saying, eh, I'm not your mates. Let me tell you a funny story before I go off today's episode. Years ago, there was this teenager that was starting to talk to me. Mind you, I was not very old though. It was just the spirit of I'm older than you upon me, man. It was just it. Because I didn't really care who called me auntie or anything. I mean, why would I be anybody's auntie? I'm 26. Your father is not my uncle. But... <laughs> Well, um, this teenage lady who just started talking to me, I was telling her something and she goes, sis. And in my mind, I'm like, I am not your sis. Do you know how old I am? When it happened, I'm like, shut up. Shut, shut up. How old are you? How old are you? It was funny. It was funny because I was not used to doing stuff like that. But it happened that day. Guys, we are not too old. We are absolutely not too old to learn. We are absolutely not too old to keep quiet. I know you are smart. I know you are intelligent. I know you can rule the room. But sometimes keep quiet. The learning sometimes is in the silence. That doesn't mean you're going to be silent forever. Don't worry. As we go on, you would learn where to speak and where to use your voice. But for today, go and learn. I hope this really helps you. If you have any question whatsoever, particularly about releasing your voice, feel free to send me a message on Instagram or on Twitter. My handle is Minister Lisa, same spelling as the website, www.ministerliza.xyz. Until next week, Friday, see you. And don't forget to keep learning, all right? This is the period where we release our voice. <laughs>